Hi, I'm Drew Bullington. And I'm Crystal Pridmore. Welcome to the podcast for the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the ASUM podcast. Instead of Drew with me today, I have my dear friend, Casey. So if you didn't join us last week, once again, I'm Crystal Pridmore. I'm the vice president of ASUM, and I am a elementary music teacher in Chula Vista, California. And it's so great to be here. I'm Casey Goriab. I'm on the board of directors for ASIM, and I am a teacher in New Jersey public schools. I'm so glad you're here, Casey. Me too. (laughs) Casey and I have such a wonderful time together. I feel like Casey is my East Coast counterpart. 100%. Alter ego. Alter ego and same brain. Yeah, always. It's terrifying, actually. (laughs) Um, And it's a delight to get to serve together on the board of ASIM. I love that we're from all over the country and that we all have the same job, but completely different perspectives. That's what I think makes our organization really special. Definitely. Led by people with the same heart, but a different perspective. Yeah, we have a unifying idea that Mm -hmm. we all feel and express towards. That's right. So we're uh, last time we were together, I talked to you a little bit about the ASIM mission statement and uh, began going over our core values. Today, I wanted to come back and talk to you about our core value of equity. So um, we are going to talk about how uh, ASIM sees equity and how we would like to promote it within the elementary music world. So our equity core value states, ASIM upholds the tenet that equity and inclusion within music and movement education is imperative. As an organization, we are committed to recognize and speak out against racial inequality and to seek out a world where music and movement education is a place where anti-racist teaching is embraced and valued. And we listen and learn from marginalized communities, reflect upon our practices as an organization, and continue to share diverse resources for individual, community, and classroom settings. So you've seen how we've evolved over the last couple of years as we've developed our core values, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just love to hear you speak to some of the work that, you know, I know you have really been digging into with ASIM to promote equity. Well, uh, one of the things that we made to focus on as we were going through this process was to ensure that we are having the voices of people who have been silenced or neglected for a very long time be at the forefront of our organization. So while we weren't specifically reaching out to marginalized groups, we considered some of our fellow educators who we haven't really heard a lot from over the years for one reason or another, whether that was access or something else, and made sure that they were given a voice within our uh, platform. So we included them in blog posts and lesson plans, and we started making connections with uh, groups of music educators that support the same kind of mission. Mm -hmm. So we are from all over the country, and we teach a lot of different kinds of kids. And so this, it was a little hard for me to understand when I first uh, started teaching, because I'd always been teaching in very homogenous communities Mm -hmm. uh, with kids who looked like me. I'm a a white, blue-eyed girl. Mm -hmm. And and when I started teaching in different parts of the country, and especially now, I teach on the border of um, U.S. and Mexico, at the very bottom of California, uh, it's so important that we learn from people who look different than us and have a different perspective, and that the children learn from people who look like them. And I think that that's been one of the most important things that we've talked about in the last couple of years and how to diversify. We need to hear from lots of different voices. And that doesn't mean that voices are silenced. It just means that there's room to add more people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and after a while, you start getting used to just hearing the same people talk about the same stuff over and over and over again. And I think what's been a a huge struggle is the idea that those people are the ones that need to amplify the other voices Mm -hmm. 
just give space. Just right. make room. That's right. Let them do it. Yeah. They're the ones with the expertise, the knowledge base, and the 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 lived experience mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily have. That's right. Yeah, and we make you're right. We make room for each other. Step aside, let someone else speak into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's so important that we uh, we don't just hoard leadership opportunities yes. or you know you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I know you know what I mean. I very much know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I think that there's that fear out. Um, you know, for for people who are used to being placed in leadership positions, myself included, that, well, nobody's going to want to hear what I have to say, but that's just simply not true. There is room for everybody, Mm -hmm. and it just makes us better. Agreed, 100%. And um, something else that ASIM has been doing, uh, it's been one of our most uh, joined membership ideas kind of thing, where we've had our book study going on for a while. Mm -hmm. And one of the books that we already did was Culturally Responsive Teaching in the Brain by Zaretta Hammond. That's such a good one. It is a fantastic book. And if you have not read it, please check it out. It's required reading for every educator. Agreed, 100%. Mm -hmm. And uh, right now they're actually working on the We Want to Do More Than Survive, Abolitionist Teaching and the Pursuit of Educational Freedom by Dr. Bettina Love. Mm -hmm. She also has a podcast. If you haven't heard it, it's her and her daughter. It's fabulous. Awesome. Not that we want to be supporting other podcasts. No, we totally do. We totally should. We're sharing the mic, right? We're sharing the mic. (laughs) This is what we're doing. Making room. We're making room. (laughs) There's room for everybody. And that's... that's kind of the scarcity mindset versus an abundant mindset exactly. thing. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's room for everybody. So I, I love that. Um, I, I want to continue to see uh, opportunities expand for more people who are doing amazing work. If you're listening to this and you had somebody pop into your head just now, we want to know who they are. Yes. So please connect us to them. You can email us, info at asm.org. And, uh, and we want to hear who's doing amazing things out in the world. You can also consider nominating them for our Spotlight Award. You could, which we'll be talking about in a future episode. But yes, we do love to highlight excellent educators who are doing incredible things in the community. Um, and we would love if they want to share something with a wider audience, if they have a brilliant lesson plan, we're looking to hear from more people. And even just in the realm of music, it's important for us to remember that elemental music isn't just what we have in our work volumes. It's right. not just Western classical-based music. It's everywhere. Elemental music is, at its core, the elements of the earth, Mm -hmm. which is found everywhere. So Mm -hmm. consider looking into some other cultures' music and how that can tie into your elemental music and movement practices. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's not just elementary music. It's elemental. Yes. Yes. Getting down to what really matters most. Um, So I want to end today with a little ASIM spark of inspiration for you as you go into your work week. So this is a quote that Casey brought from Dr. Bettina Love, who wrote the book, like you said. Yeah, wrote the book Um, for the book study. Yeah, the book for the book study, which we'll be talking about in another episode, too. Um, And this quote is, To love all children, we must struggle together to create the schools we are taught to believe are impossible. Schools built on justice, love, joy, and anti-racism. So again, that's Dr. Bettina Love. Mm. I think we're in such a powerful position to do that as music teachers. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are the heart of the school. We are. We set the culture. We teach every child exactly. in the building. Yeah. I would like to see more administrators embrace the power that their music teachers can bring in, in being a positive change um, and in building culture. Oh, for sure. Especially mm-hmm. when you're looking at things like a responsive classroom. That's mm-hmm. a big one where they have potentially a group sing at the beginning of the day to start Mm -hmm. your day with song yes we do that 
at my school. Really? We do. Oh, that's it's a beautiful way to start the day. We have a song of the month. We have a we have a really cool school song. It's in Spanish and English. It's really cool. I love that. It's wonderful. And then uh, and then we have a song of the month and it's everything from uh, simple gifts to uh, don't worry be happy <laughs> to all kinds of different things it's like what what songs are worth getting stuck in the kids heads and everyone from kindergarten through sixth grade sings them it's really cool exactly and it's it's mm-hmm. a heavy responsibility to hold but I think it's yeah. one that we are all up to the task to complete I think so too and then when you build your program after a while you give it to the kids mm-hmm. and they get the leadership opportunities exactly which is promoting equity in lots of different ways yes. um, and allow them to promote the music from their homes and their cultures and their families and yeah, and, bring and them up. And all the room and having an abundance of joy and beauty in our schools. Right. When we think about equity, I think a lot of people wonder, how do I have time to learn a new thing? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I have time to change the way I've been teaching, include yeah. more multicultural resources? Mm-hmm. Well, include the kiddos. Of course. They are happy to share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even with things, I know that there was a family folk song project that was out there for a while that mm-hmm. you can get the book for and try to... Have, if you need a more structured guide mm-hmm. on how to get that music from your students, that's a really good resource to look into. Absolutely. And keep a lookout on our social media channels. We will be sharing lots of resources for increasing the opportunities for equity, multicultural learning in your own classroom through all of our channels on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. And TikTok. And TikTok. <laughs> Are they all ASIM underscore US? Yes, ASIM underscore US for everything. Okay, A-C-E-M-M underscore US on all the social media channels. Like and follow us and watch out for more stuff coming your way. Thanks for joining me today, Casey. Thanks for having me. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast for the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement. We envision a global society where all have access to the transformative possibilities of elemental music and movement. ASEM exists to connect, support, and amplify the power of elemental music and movement teachers by providing resources and opportunities to educators, organizations, and communities. Find some of those resources and connect with us online at acemm.org. Find us on Facebook under ASEM or find us on Instagram at A-C-E-M-M underscore U-S. And special thanks to our wonderful friends at Teaching with ORF for the many ways they support us as artists, as teachers, and as humans.